reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. Good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing? Welcome to another episode of Live Out of Three Sports Podcast on the Evening Rush Network. This is Coach Matt, and uh, Tyler will be joining us soon. But uh, we got a special guest uh, today to you know make it Live Out of Three for real. We got the Joker, the Overlooked MC. Joker, say what's up to the people, man. How you been? How y'all doing? Awesome. How y'all doing today, man? I'm glad to be back. It's been a mm-hmm. minute since I've been on the show. Last time I was on the show was football season. Mm-hmm. We had this conversation, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed enjoyed that uh, that conversation. And uh, we can touch bases on that a little bit too. But uh, sure. how you been, though, Coach Matt? I can't complain, man. Just trying to you know recharge the battery after uh, you know my basketball season ended. You know, college basketball still going on. You got the Final Four jumping off um, this weekend. The, the the bracket went from sixty eight teams to four teams left um, this weekend. So you know, it's always it's always like a little bittersweet. You know what I mean? For me yeah. as a college basketball fan, because um, you know, the season is winding down, so you know there's only really one more weekend of uh college basketball, but it's an exciting time also because now you know a champion is going to be crowned um this yeah. weekend or well, Monday, Monday night. Um, yeah. got two uh you know, two uh non power five schools playing, so it's going to be uh um at least one power five school playing for a national championship, which is great um for the parity of college basketball, but um. But I, I know you're a football guy, but first, um, you know, I just want to let everybody know um, where they can find find the show and follow us. Um, please download the app, the Evening Rush Network app. You can, it's available on all, um, um, you know, devices, um, you know, Apple, Google, all, you know, all the different phone companies. Um, you know, you can download it to, uh, to your device. Um, you can find us on YouTube, um, on the Evening Rush Network. Um, also, we're on, on Amazon Fire Stick um iHeartRadio, you know all of the different streaming platforms you can find us um and please follow um follow us on instagram at at live by the three sports podcast definitely going to be getting some more content up um you know over the, the coming weeks as we go into season two so i'm um, definitely looking forward to that so please subscribe uh, to the youtube please subscribe um you know on, on the podcast networks on your phone apple google all of the above and uh, youtube as well and uh, please download the app um so so, yes, yeah, so now that we got that business out of the way and uh, glad you're doing good, Joker, and glad to have you back. So, um, you know, let's get to it. And I know you're you're a big time football guy. You're a Bills fan, so I won't hold that against you. Uh, well, let, you know, well, let's catch up on that a little bit. So, you know, we haven't oh, yeah. spoken since, um, you know, since since the football season ended, um, you know, but like you said, during the season was when you were on. So um, what were your thoughts on the Bills season um, and just, fo- you know, the football season in general? Uh, last season, you know, the way everything ended with uh, Kansas City winning, playing the Eagles. What were your thoughts on everything? Oh man, I, I'm I'm well pleased on everything, but the uh, but the Bill situation. Uh, uh, I, I, I believe that the it was it was poor coaching on the mm. Bills part. Mm. Uh, uh, we you know we very athletic team. Same thing that I felt that Randy Moss has said on his special pot on his podcast. I don't know if you watch his uh, Bernie Moss uh, podcast. Nah, podcast. He, he said that, you know, Buffalo's one of the um, most athletic team in the lead, and you have to coach them uh, in, a, in a way to where it fits them. Um, he said um, the coaching lost those games in the playoffs. Um, it wasn't really, um, you know, well, Cincinnati did come to play. They mm. came with a whole different strategy. So mm. I, I definitely salute Cincinnati. I don't hate Cincinnati. I like Cincinnati. I like their – their uh, coaching staff, amazing coaching staff. I love the energy um, uh, on the defensive coordinator. I love the um, I love the energy of the players and the support that the players gave to uh, Hamlin and um, and, um, yeah, and all sure, the things sure. that they did for Buffalo and um, and they definitely came to play. Um, I don't have no complaints on the, on, on that game either. Um, it was a fair win. I don't you know uh, people always say about the refs. The refs did their job. I think everything. I think they let them play. And I like that the playoffs where they let them play. Um, it ain't no bickering, crying, um, and all that. Only for that was crying. It was Diggs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Nah, and that, and that, there's only one I had a pacifier in his mouth. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh. But besides that, um, I, I, I salute to uh, the Chiefs. Um, people was always they was going for the Eagles. That strong, and I, 
And I tell people experience always wins win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, I say, you know, you can have a amazing season. You can have number one defense, uh, offense, whatever you can do, number one special teams. But when you have an experienced coach, uh, head coach, uh, experienced players that have been there a couple of times, been in the playoffs more than they've been in the bowl, you know, trust me, it's a whole different piece of ball game mm-hmm. in that bowl. So um, I was well pleased. I was well pleased. Um, it was a good game, I love, too. I love Mahomes. I love Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, love, I love the way he played. He he yeah. offered even he was injured. He was still yeah, yeah, how yeah. to uh, execute very well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. he, you know he couldn't run, so he had to change the plays a little bit. Talk to the um, the coaches. Can we do this? Can we change it up? Can we try this out? You know what I mean? Uh, this is working. Why not? You know, if if they broke, don't fix it. Right. And, and I, I love that concept. How they was playing some good football, and I enjoyed Super Bowl. So yeah, yeah I have no complaints. No complaints okay. at all in in the uh, NFL football. Yeah, no, it was it was the, the Super Bowl was a good game. You know, it was an exciting game to follow for sure. Um, like I said, I wasn't upset that the um, you know, the Bills the Bills lost, but um, you know, that's neither here nor there. But um but now they had a good season and I think they're gonna be good for a little while now. I have heard some rumors and I know, you know, you're plugged into the Buffalo scene, but you're also plugged in with the NFL rumors. So there was you know, you could see during that game that there seemed to be a little bit of friction between um Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and then some things came out and you know they're talking about there's a possibility of some movement with him and then they were talking about Buffalo possibly picking up another big time wide receiver I don't know if that's to you know move Diggs and bring that person in or try to mend the fences but you know what what are you hearing um you know in regards to that you know the Diggs situation with Josh Allen and um you know and then any rumors going on you know with the Bills or anything else you're hearing well, my rumor report, I had a rumor report on on Diggs that he wanted a, a trade to mm. play with his brother in Dallas. Okay. Um, and um, that was the last bit of the rumor that I heard about him. Then all of a sudden that Buffalo had uh, restructured his contract to save mm-hmm. salary cap, so I guess he's staying. Okay. Because um, once you do that, I think, you know, don't everything else locks in? You well, can't was- get a trade after that? Well, I think you can restructure it, but then sometimes, yeah, the, I think that, the, you know, once you restructure it right, then you can't, you know, move the person, you know, like the restructure has to happen with your the team that you're on. Like you can't right. restructure, move somebody. So, um, so yeah, so, you know, maybe that's a possibility. Maybe they mended the fences, you know, like I said, it looked like they were getting, you know, but that can happen. Yeah. Guys have disagreements during games and, you know, the, the competition is high and guys are, you know, emotional and sometimes you know that happens on the field but then you know some time passes and cooler heads prevail and then you know they can you know fix it and they have a good team so you know yeah. it's not like uh you know if, if they do you know fix whatever issues they were having you know it's not like they're you know they, they can be super bowl contenders again so right right so yeah you know, that's no, what that can yeah i've also got on a room report is the a, a mega insight trade uh, when I first got the room report, uh, um, Brian, uh, the wide receiver from, um, I don't know if he still played for the Cowboys, Bryant? Okay. That's it, Bryant? That's Bryant, yeah. Had, had linked it after I got the report um, that the big trade that the Chiefs want to make with the Jets. Mm-hmm. And they want to, the rumor is they want to trade their top Pro Bowl tight end. Okay to the Jets for a couple so they can get a couple of picks and plus a mini payout. Okay. Uh, that would save over two hundred and to be two two hundred and thirty million, I think it saves in their salary cap if he gets traded. Um well, see, they're I... trying and they're trying to get um the two big power wide receivers, uh OJ uh, Beckham and mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that so that's an interesting thing. So the Jets, I don't know if the Jets are going to be interested in, you know, the Jets signed. They've spent a lot of money on tight ends last season. They brought in um, C.J. Uzama, who was on the Bengals, and then they brought in yeah, Tyler. Right. They bought. He didn't have a great receiving year, but blocking wise, he was good. But um, and then um, they brought in Tyler Conklin from uh, Minnesota, who um, they spent, you know, so they spent a decent amount of money on both of those guys. Um, yeah. and then they drafted. I think, I think college played wide receiver in college too, so I okay. think they was going to move him to wide receiver. Oh, that's interesting. That's yeah, I think they was going to put him back in his original position and try mm, to okay. get KC payout with a couple picks 
And okay. and if if that works, um, yeah, the, the, I think the Chiefs are gonna be in the bowl again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I, I know Buffalo trying to do some things with Henry and everything, and we saved a lot of salary cap. Everybody got um, everybody restructured their contract. Josh Allen, um, right. Vaughn Miller did. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Cox um, did also. Um, you know, and plus they they signed Poyer, they resigned, staying. Um, Edmonds went to the Bears, uh, which I'm happy for him. I think that's a good position for him. Uh, he's the yeah. highest paid outside linebacker in the league right now. Right. Um, so I'm happy for him. I didn't want him to leave, but right. I'm happy for him though. Money talks, money talks. Yeah. So now, what's what's your rumor report saying about my Jets? What you know? When is this Aaron Rodgers thing getting done? You know, and then there's rumors that you know Eldo Beckham is 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 interested, and we could be the front runner. But he's waiting to see if Aaron Rodgers, you know, finally signs. You know, I'll save my opinion on you know okay. how I feel about Beckham possibly coming. But you know, okay. for now, like what you know, what are you hearing? Do you have any other you know any rumors? There's rumors saying that the deal is supposed to be done with the Packers by the end of the week, but that's what they said last week. So I'm yeah, not paying yeah. too much attention. Um, to it. But the rumors rumor report, that I'm not ready for this to be over. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, me when, too. When I'm, me happen? too. Um, and I don't, I know, and I wanted to be over, but I know they're gonna be over because the draft's coming on the twenty seventh right. of April, and I right. think that's when everything that week's gonna be hectic. I think that's the week to where people gonna make power moves. I right. think they were, that's gonna be the week where everybody lock everything in. But mm. I want it sooner, so so I can have an idea us as, yeah. as fans, um, you as a coach to know what you're what just you gonna with. do. Yeah. Um, um, and they, and and, and, and don't get me wrong now, the the, the Jets is building. Mm-hmm. And with them being in my in the division with them bills, I keep telling people, you know, everybody predicting us to be on the next level, but I don't think our year was last year. I'm right. gonna be honest. Okay. You know, they messed that up. I, okay. I don't think that this is our year this year because huh. the way things is moving. I don't have that confidence that we're gonna be Super Bowl contenders. I think we're we gonna make the playoffs. And I believe right. we're gonna win the first game in the playoffs. Right. But but beyond, but beyond that, I don't think we have um, you know, Leslie left. Um, mm-hmm. you know, took a break. A break. Um, Sean McDermott want to run the defense now because he's that's his power move of him being with the Panthers. He was a defensive coordinator. He's right. strong enough, but can he play both both coaching positions? Can he be a head coach right. and, and defensive coordinator? Can he focus right. on both? That's right. my concern. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, on the rumor report on Rodgers, he said he would sign with the Jets, but he needs some weapons. He's yeah. tired of being with a team where he don't have no solid weapon to throw. Sure, to. yeah. So that's what they're trying to do with this trade, mm-hmm. um, you know, to bring the tight end in. Um, they Beckham, you know, he's interested, but I don't think that's going to happen either. I believe them. I think Hopkins and Beckham is going to be the chief somehow, some way, because I know a Reed, rich get richer. Yeah, I know Reed and they on and they general manager, they power, they power head, they. They put their minds together. They have a good strategy. Reed been through this plenty of times when he was with the Eagles. So right. he knows exactly what to do and how to do it. Uh, salute to Reed, man. Amazing coach. Um, yeah, you know, Hall of Famer all day. Um, you know, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm giving what credit's due. You know, I'm mm. one of those type of fans. I'm give, even if I hate the team, I'm going right. to give credit with credit's due. I hate them Cowboys, but <laughs> the Cowboys going to be the ones going to surprise people to go to the bowl. But they definitely build it, too. Okay. Um, you know, so and you I think, love the quarterback. Think they can, you think they can overtake the Eagles next season? Oh, yeah. Okay. They, what weapons they got right now, mm-hmm. um, moves they made so far, um, and they, 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 I hate them to a passion, but I'm going to give credit to this dude. They got a power team right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You know, and then Buffalo trying to get Elliott, too, so. Yeah, yeah, right, right, because they released Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, now it's yeah. – uh, You know, I agree with you. You know, I think with the draft coming up, you know, really just for Green Bay's sake, like, I don't know what, you know, I can see them trying to maneuver and and hold out and do some things to try to make the Jets sweat a little bit to try to get the most for for their side of the deal, which I understand they, you know, but at the end of the day, they're going to want their draft picks to be able to draft some guys in the draft. So, like you said, you know, they can try to prolong this, but, you know, in the next couple of weeks, they should it should come to a head where it's like, all right, enough is enough. This is, we got to move forward and, and, and know what we're getting so they can, you know, get their board together for, um, mm-hmm. you know, and talk to, you know, because they don't, if they don't know what draft picks they're going to have, they don't know who to talk to, who to interview, who to bring in, you know, yeah. and potential, 
guys they're going to draft. So, you know, they should want to, you know, just make the clean break. Obviously, Rodgers isn't going to play there. So just make the clean break, get your yeah. draft picks, and then figure out your strategy for the draft and what you're going to do and just, you know, everybody moves forward. So that, you know, hopefully well, it gets done. How, can I ask you a question? How the salary cap is, is uh going for the Jets? Is, is it open very wide or is it kind no, of it's slim? Not, it's not wide. They've restructured some things. Um, they're moving some pieces around. Um, you know, they're, you know, but they're, you know, I think they are, they've cleared it enough that they can take on Roger's salary, but same thing, they're going to have to take the trade with, with his current salary, and then they're going to try to rework it. Um, I think he's agreed to that where, you know, they can back, you know, give him a lot of money up front, um, to, um, you know, take some money, you know, restructure his deal, give him a lot of, you know, signing bonus, whatever, to take some of his salary off the cap. Um, so they have some flexibility to do some things. Um, you know, they've had a couple of guys restructured, but they still need to add some pieces too. And they I got to sign, they got to sign their draft class. So, you know, they're, you know, they don't have a lot of cap money, but they have a workable amount and they're trying to, you know, obviously they have to free up some more with the Rogers contract, um, to work, you know, work to, yeah. to make it work, but, you know, but, you know, but the owner says he's all in, you know, he's willing to restructure, you know, restructure it and give, um, Aaron Rodgers um, a whole bunch of money, you know, up front with a signing bonus or whatever to cut the cap number down. So, you know, it, it seems like, you know, they, they, they can make it happen. They feel confident about it. You know, they have the plan in place. They're just waiting for, you know, the Packers to, you know, just, you know, pull the trigger and, and stop, stop, you know, posing or whatever. It seems like they know, you know, because I know there was a rumor that they wanted our, our first round pick and then the Jets were like, no, that's not happening. And then I think some of the Packers people came out this week or uh, late last week and kind of said, okay, yeah, we know number 13 isn't on the table, so they're trying to figure out some other things. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I'll, and um, I think on the Jets side, too, they want to make something like some of the picks or whatever that they give away conditional based on whether Aaron Rodgers plays for more than one year, which I think is smart. So it's just like, okay, we can give you, you know, a, a second-round pick or something like that, but if you want another one for, say, 2025 or 2024, whatever it is, we got to have it, you know, it should be locked into whether this dude plays or not. You know what I mean? And the Packers may not want to do that. They're like, you know, it shouldn't be conditional or whatever the case is. So I think that's part of it, too. The Jets are trying to cover their their end and say, look, man, like, you know, we don't want to give all this stuff away. And this dude don't decide, you know, plays one year and then decides that's it. And then goes, yeah, to sit, right, right. Sit in the darkness or, or be the host of Jeopardy next year. <laughs> yeah, he's a he, yeah, he might dude, do. He might do a Brady or something, right? <laughs> he's a weird. He's a weird dude, man. He, yeah. he is. He is a weird dude. Yeah. I, um. Um. I also had a rumor report too that, um. You know. You know. Thinking of talking about Brady. Uh. He. Uh. He said if he do come back, he will play for Miami. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it makes um, sense. He's still in Florida, so. Yeah. He wants to. Uh. He said if he do. Uh. Play come back. You know. And then when if if that do happen, you know. Uh, to the goat to, to come come back, I, again I'm not mad again. Um, you know, and the reason I'm not mad, I'm telling you the reason why I'm not mad. I'd be mad. You know, I, I, want, <laughs> I know I'm not mad because um, Buffalo makes some. You know, me and my me and my um my other uh, partner um uh, that I do business with, uh, my man Kulo, he's a football fanatic too, and he feels the same way I feel. I can, you can't be mad at other teams in our division stepping it up because of the threat of right. Josh Allen and our defense. And, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, uh, our Buffalo staff's not doing what they're supposed to do. So mm -hmm. if you ain't doing what you're supposed to do, guess what we – guess what guess us as Bills Mafia. We're going to cheer. We're going to do what to do. But let's be honest. You know what I mean? If you're not going to do what you're supposed to do, we're we supposed to lose. Mm -hmm. You know what right. I mean? I'm just going to be straight up. I'm going to be honest with my team. I've always been like this as a Bills fan or any other fan of any other sport I'm with, if you're not going to do what you're supposed to do, and you know what we need, and you know what you're supposed to do for us to beat teams like the Jets or the consistent bases uh, or the Patriots, our schedule is crazy. We're paying the Cowboys this year. We're paying uh, uh, the Eagles this year. Right. You know right. what I mean? These these, these yeah. teams in our division, we're paying, we got to pay the um, Chiefs again. we got to pay mm -hmm. Jacksonville. These teams is worth it. They build it quick. Mm -hmm. That's true. And, and, you know, and they actually know what we got to do. They're looking at the schedule. Like, we don't know what the schedule going to be, but we know what we plan. So we're going to have to move some pieces around and make this happen. We need a special team. We need a kicker. We need this and that. We need – everybody is, is tightening up their screws, you know what I mean, and making sure that they have everything they need. Buffalo 
is just signing people to make the team and then strategize. That don't work no more. Mm-hmm. We did this all. We did this every since we had uh uh what's the other black quarterback we had uh uh um that he he paid he paid for Texas. I think he got got signed somewhere else. Uh um got the brother name when he got back then before McDermott came in. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, what do you got? What do we what are we trying to do here? Mm-hmm. We have the talent. We have the most. Manny Moss said this, and um, um, my man, uh, uh, that paid for the paper, the Giants, uh, Strahan said that we have one of the, the 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 biggest and strongest athletic defense in the wild. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, um, you know, with the coach situation, you know, why you get McDermott play that position? Why you ain't bring Frank Wright in when you had a chance? He knows the Buffalo plan. You know, bring him in as assistant coach. Bring him in as a defensive coordinator. He can do that. He can play that position. Right? Well, why did you hire somebody that used to play for Buffalo? Like Canelius Bennett, who took his team to the championship to the States four years in a row in high school. Now he's eligible to coach college or pro now. You know, you could have given him that position. Gave, gave Canelius Bennett that position. You know, these are the things I don't understand what Buffalo's doing, just to be honest with you. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, let's um, let you know. It's an emotional topic when you're talking about the Bills and me talking uh, to the Jets. So let's uh, <laughs> let's open it up a little bit, um, uh, a little bit. So let, let's talk about um, this Lamar Jackson situation. So uh, I don't forget what day it was, but it was the beginning of this week. Um, Lamar Jackson from the Baltimore Ravens, he asked for a trade. Yes, he did. You know, you know, you know. They, so they franchise tagged him um, right at the. Uh, <laughs> they franchise tagged him uh, a couple of weeks ago, and apparently he's not happy with that. He wants a fully guaranteed contract. The Ravens aren't willing to budge on that. They don't want to give it to him, and now he said he's requesting a trade. So there's that aspect of it. But then you know, there's been a lot of talk, you know, through you know NFL media that. Nobody else is willing to do that. You know, no other team, you know, is interested in Lamar Jackson, which seemed kind of crazy. Dude won MVP just a couple of seasons ago. He's only 26. You know, he has missed, a, you know, a couple of games the last few couple of seasons with some injuries. But, I mean, he's 26 years old. He's still probably a top – at the minimum, he's a top 10 quarterback, if not a top five quarterback in the league. But yeah. people don't seem to be interested. In, and there's different theories out there as to why – he is not, you know, some some owners have come out and some, you know, reporters have come out straight up and asked some of these owners or coaches or GMs like, hey, you know, you guys might be looking to upgrade your quarterback position, whether you don't have one at all or, you know, you're looking to upgrade, you know, what about Lamar Jackson? And pretty much everybody's just like, yeah, nah, I don't, you know, not, you know, for, you know, everybody has their different reasons. So the couple of reasons that have been floated out there, the four that I've seen that have been the most consistent are. Number one, I think, is the guaranteed contract, right? Like, you know, he wants a guaranteed contract. Deshaun Watson got a guaranteed contract with the um, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. But the owners apparently were not happy with Cleveland that they did that. They don't want any parts of giving guys guaranteed contracts to that extent as far as the right. amount of money, right. especially for quarterbacks that are making, you know, about around $50, $50 million a year. All right, yeah. so they don't want that. That's one the big thing. The other thing is the health concerns that he's missed a couple of um couple of games, well a few games the last couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. Their whole narrative around quote unquote the out of the pocket quarterbacks that get right. hurt. Um, you know, so you know that's part of the contract stuff is you know the guaranteed contract they're giving a guy a lot of money, but he's you know injury prone and they you know the, or the thought that his style of play will lead him to get more injuries. Um, you know, then they're talking about right, some right. of these teams might need a quarterback, but then it's a scheme fit. Like now you got, you know, if you have an offensive coordinator that's used to doing things a certain way with yep. him, you got to totally revamp your offense because of to to match up with his skill set. And maybe that coordinator or that team, um, that coaching staff is not comfortable with that, even though he's a you know great player, whatever pieces they have, they don't think it'll fit to change their scheme up. And then the other thing that they all say is, well, not up they all, but another narrative that's been um, floated is the fact that he doesn't have an agent, that he's kind right. of doing everything himself. And, you know, that kind of hinders his 
the ability to negotiate, but also that his understanding of the market and, and how it goes because he doesn't have a quote unquote professional, you know, trying to cut these deals. So those are the four things that I think are being said. So what is your opinion on all of those things? Do you think it's one thing? Do you think it's all of them? Do you think some things are valid? Some things are not like what, what do you what is your opinion as to why? you know, things have gone the way that they've gone um, concerning Lamar Jackson. I, I think everything you have said does make sense, though, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, on my opinion on it, um, he's he's always been a bullheaded type of quarterback. That's true. Um, he he know his worth, but at the same time, you know your worth. You, you got to prove that consistently on the field. He's definitely performed very well. Um, right. It's just that the injury thing is a it's it's an up and down situation. Mm-hmm. He's um he's one of those fragile players. Um he 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 definitely learned a lot the last mm-hmm. two seasons. I can tell you definitely that he's throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I definitely he he got better. He's definitely um um really uh um an off season really works on his weaknesses very well as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's one of the one of the top quarterbacks that been on that in the off season they come coming back in the season and really come to perform. But like you said with the injuries and then he don't have no agent. Um I think that 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 did that, that uh knocked down some points of how can he do business and know the market. Um on my rumor report, Belichick said that uh he's gonna do whatever it takes to bring him to Boston. So um how you how you feel about that rumor? Not looking forward to it because it's the, <laughs> so cause just imagine this right now. If we get now, I will say this if all of these things that you're talking about on the rumor report, that's rumors, so we don't know. But just imagine if the AFC East has Josh Allen, right, in, in Buffalo, Tom Brady in Miami, LeVar Jackson in, um, in, in New England, and Aaron Rodgers in, um, in, in New York. That would be insane. Like, yeah. the, like the AFC East would be, I mean, it would be a bloodbath. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, don't, you know, and you're going to play everybody in the division twice and, you know, and all of that. Like, I don't know, you know, you would say, okay, you know, you would think on paper, whoever wins that division might come up to the Super Bowl, but everybody might be so beat up by the time you get out. Like, you know oh, what I mean? Like, man. it would be crazy. So, um, but anyway, you know, it, it, um, so yes, I would not want to see <laughs> I had to get two what's on that one. Now, and it was interesting that um, Asante Samuel, um, who played for um, uh, New England and Belichick, came out kind of harshly and said, you know, my brother Lamar, don't do it to yourself. You don't want to go play for, <laughs> for Bill Belichick. That's his opinion and stuff like that. My personal opinion, I would like, like the Jets to try to go after um, – um, uh, Lamar Jackson, I think it's a better fit. I think he's younger than Aaron Rodgers. Yes, he has, you know, he's not as good as Lam- um, Aaron Rodgers for sure, but I think he's a little bit more stable. Um, you know, he's going to be playing for longer. You know, he doesn't have the, you know, all the stuff that Aaron Rodgers has going off off the field. Um, but, you know, and the Jets came out and said they don't want to negotiate in bad faith mm-hmm. because they have to deal with, you know, with Green Bay. So I get it from that standpoint. If I had my pick, I would say I'd rather go after Lamar Jackson than um than um than Aaron Rodgers, but you know it seems like it's an inevitable thing that it's going to be Rodgers, which you know it's okay. But yeah, now I would I mean no, I would not. All the rumors that you said, I'm not. No, I don't want you know. <laughs> and of course, you know competition. Yeah, you want to play the best and all of that. But I just I mean now don't get me wrong. From an entertainment standpoint, it would be insane if you had yeah it would be yeah it would be in the in the AFC East. That would just be. Whew. Yeah, it, it definitely would be crazy. Um, like I, like I tell people, like I was I was at the barber shop here in Albuquerque talking to some brothers about some football, and I tell people like, teams like the Jets, even Miami, um, out of the people in the division, them two teams right there always come to play, no matter what's going on. Um, y'all ain't no punks. Jets ain't no punks. I never was a punk. Um, you know what I mean? Even on a bad year, they never was no punk. Right. Um, they you know they, I mean. You know, and they give Buffalo right, right. a hard time game. every sure. time. Yeah, every time. They, 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 right. Y'all give us a hard time every time. Um, I love playing. I love watching. I always, I always go to a Jets game when I, when I, when they come to Buffalo. If I'm mm-hmm. at home, 
and I get mm-hmm. a chance to get some tickets. That's one of the games I always go to. Even if I if I touch down in New York or New Jersey somewhere, I would I would try to get some tickets to go. Uh, always see the Jets play because I like I like what they do. I'm not a, I'm never was a Jets hater. I just hate doing that that we lose unnecessarily against you guys and y'all yeah. just outsmart us most of the time. Mm-hmm. But we you know we've got smarter on certain situations, but at the same time, you guys always got smarter. Okay. All right. <laughs> and, and, and 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 always go down to the wire. Always go down to a kick. Yeah. Uh, at the five yard line, red zone, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a minute and thirty seconds left, you know, and of course we have a quarterback that can deliver. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, you know, consistent, yeah, consistent. Yeah, you know, they did beat us. We didn't have a consistent quarterback like that. Y'all took advantage mm-hmm. of that. And, and I'm gonna get them. I'm tell you this now. When it comes to our division, um, in the last past, I say last past six years. Y'all been number two in special teams, man. Y'all special teams. Yeah, no, amazing. special teams is usually strong. Our special yeah. teams, you know, special teams, you know, is is pretty strong. So, yeah. so yeah, so um, so yeah, now so um, we'll we'll see. You know, it's like you said, the draft is coming up in about a month, so sometimes some things are gonna be moving and shaking around. So we'll definitely uh keep up with that. But uh, why don't we uh jump to halftime real quick, take a little break, and yes. uh, we'll be back after the um, after the break awesome. with another uh. You know, some more topics on Live by the Three Sports I love Podcast. It. You guys are so great. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Chrissy, here to let you know that the Ethan Rush Network now has an app. Yes, an app, you guys. So you can stay connected on the go and watch all your favorite podcast shows. You can download the app at Google Play Store or Apple iTunes. So spread the word. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, if you're looking to start a podcast and really don't know how, well, hit us up at the Ethan Rush Network at gmail.com and inquire about time slots, pricings, and everything you may need to get started. We got you. Join the winning team, the Ethan Rush Network. And also, download that app. What are you waiting for? <laughs> get to it. by the three sports podcast uh the joker uh filling in today um ty's still uh at work i believe so uh, you know we're holding it down as in his absence but um you know he might be joining us soon but um you know we'll we'll keep the show going so um you know we'll talk about uh talk some basketball stuff so um yeah. one thing that uh you know so we got march madness um you know last week it was an exciting week a lot of upsets and a lot of brackets got busted um, you know, the, the number one seed, overall seed Alabama lost, um, mm-hmm. you know, to a, um, a good San Diego State team who's still playing. They're going to be in the Final Four. Um, that was definitely an upset in the Sweet 16. And um, another number one seed lost. My, uh, Houston lost to Miami, and now Miami's playing in the Final Four. So, um, no, nah, it's been an interesting, um, an interesting, exciting tournament, but the NCAA tournament always is. That's why it's um, – yeah. You know, it's a spectacle. It's you know what you know. To me, you know, I'm biased, right? But to me, it's the yeah. greatest, um, you know, sport event just because you see, you know, it's unpredictable. You never know. You know, yeah, another right. 16 seed beat a one this year. Um, you know, and it's fun. You know, and you know to see these teams compete against each other, and and now, um, you know, it's almost over. So it's a little bittersweet for me. Um, the, the college basketball season is almost over, but I'm looking forward to a couple good games this weekend. So, um. We can, um, you know, so the final four teams, uh, we got um, the first matchup on Saturday. You have Florida Atlantic out of Conference USA versus uh, San Diego State out of the Mountain West. 
um, conference. Um, so that's a one semifinal game. And then on the other side, you have U uh, UConn versus Miami. Um, so you have, you know, one team from the ACC and one team from the Big East. So you have one side is um, uh, two teams, you know, that represent conferences that um, aren't normally represented um, going right. this far in the tournament, which is great. Um, and then at least one of those teams will be advancing to the championship game with opportunity to play uh, for the championship. So I think that's awesome. And then on the other yeah. side, you know, you got the traditional powerhouse basketball conferences, right? You got the ACC and you got a representative and you got the Big East um, with a representative. So it should, should be should be fun. Um, I, you know, the Florida Atlantic, San Diego State game, that's that's a pick em. You know, both teams are playing really well. San Diego State's been good all year. Florida Atlantic's been really yeah. good all year on like 35 yeah. games or something like that coming into the tournament. So, that, you know, they've been rolling. And, you know, Miami's had a really good year. They had a player of the year in the ACC. And, mm -hmm. um, and UConn, I mean, UConn hasn't had a tough game yet in this tournament. They've been blowing you – know, every team they've played in, in so far, <laughs> they've been blowing them out. So, yeah, you you know, it'll be interesting to see. You know, they, you know, they've been tested during the year, but in the NCAA tournament, they haven't gotten, I mean, they play, and it's not like they've been playing easy teams. They've been playing good teams, but they've just been rolling over people. They're just, they're hot mm -hmm. right now. They're playing well. It'll be interesting to see what happens in that game. If they'll continue that trend of just blowing out good teams, or if Miami doesn't go that way and it's a close game. Miami's been playing in close games in the tournament and coming out on top, so they, you know, their experience has been a little bit different. So it'll be interesting to see how that game plays out. Um, if um, if it's close, you know, does UConn um, able to pull it out, or you know, are they just gonna roll over them like they've been doing? It? Dang, I think UConn. Um, I do. I haven't been paying attention to the college this year, but I know UConn always had big guys. Man, they they forward. Yeah, yeah, no, no, they forward to play center sometimes. Like they, yeah, they got nah, big they really, giants. The big guy, um, he was, um, I think he was defensive player of the year in, in the Big East, and he was an All-America candidate, you know, you know, really good player. Um, so, yeah, they, um, you know, they have a really good big guy. They have a really good uh, guard on the wing, good shooter, good mm -hmm. <laughs> shoot, shoots it. And um, and, then, and then they have really good role players, guys that just do their job, you know what yep. I mean? They're, yeah. you know, they're screeners or they just knock down open shots that, you know, everybody plays their role, which is the mark of a good team that, you know, Guys don't get selfish, and you know they know who who to get the ball to. They know who to screen for, and and they play their part, and and they um they're enjoying the success because of it. You know Miami right. plays a little bit differently, where they have a few guys that do you know that take turns doing their thing, but it's hard to guard them because of that. You know they got. Yeah, I watched got, a couple of Miami games yeah. um this past season, and mm -hmm. uh, they definitely they run they run they do a lot of running. You know. Quick, they're quick. Yeah. yeah, they're quick. They're not, you know, they're not a huge team, size wise, but they're fast. They can switch a lot of things, and then they isolate you. They can take you. You know that. Awesome. So, you know what I mean? So, um, so they'll be good. And um, um, like I said, on the other side, Florida Atlantic and um, San Diego State. You know, just two good teams. You know, yeah. they're, they're 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 just good. You know, it doesn't matter what conference they're from. They're good. So that's going to be a war too. Like I said, I, that's a flip a coin to me. Yeah. Um, to, to see yep. who's going to come out on top of that. But um, uh, so let me get you. So, so, you know, college basketball, obviously, right. Is um, it's a popular thing, especially the NCAA tournament. Um, yes. you know, but then you've been having in the NBA, you know, circles and talks about, you know, guys not being able to go straight to the NBA anymore and things yeah, like right. that. You know, now you have, um, LeBron James son, um, Bronny James, who's, um, you know, become, you know, well, I'm not even going to say that. He's been, he's a very good player. Yeah. He's, a, you know, one of the top players in the country in his class, played in the McDonald's All-American game, showed well. You know, I think they yeah. said he, he has the record now for the most threes, um, three-pointers made in a McDonald's All-American game. So he showed him, you know, showed and proved out there that, you know, he can play with some of the best players in the country. Um, on the high school level, he still has not picked a college yet. From what they're saying, he's down to three schools, um, Oregon, um, Southern Cal, and um, Ohio State. You know, that's, again, that could be rumors. We don't really know, you know, what the deal is, you know, what they're saying is. But um, LeVar Ball, mm. you know, the, the father of the uh, the infamous uh, Ball brothers and the, the yeah. big, big baller brand, all of that stuff, um, came out in, in an interview 
and uh, he, you know, made uh, a suggestion or whatever. He gave his opinion that he doesn't think um, that Bronny should go to college. He thinks that he should, you know, go overseas and play for a year because you can't go straight to the NBA from high school, you know, that he shouldn't waste his time. And so I'm going to read the quote um, that he said. Mm. Um, you know, you can give your opinion on this. Just okay. LeVar Ball um, wisdom. <laughs> so yeah. he said the reason why Bronny shouldn't go to college is he said you're playing well he you're playing against grown men and you're getting paid. If you want to play basketball and you're really that dude, why am I sitting in class trying to pass a chemistry test? I don't want to play no chemistry. I don't want to practice no Spanish. No. I want right. to wake up, go to practice, go back to sleep, go practice, have a game practice. That's all I want to do. I don't want to be like, hey, I'll meet you in the student union for study hall. So that's his opinion as to why um, LeBron James' son should not go to um, go to college. Now, one of his sons, uh, Lamelo, did do that. He didn't go mm-hmm. to um, actually dropped out of high school and then went and played um, overseas for I guess I forget how long it was. I guess it was a year, and mm-hmm. then came back to the states, got drafted, went to the NBA, and he did, did well. His other, his oldest son did go to. Two of his oldest sons did go to college and played um, at UCLA. Mm-hmm. So um, he's, you know, out of three of his sons, one of the sons took the route that um, that he took. So, besides a basketball perspective, what is your opinion on that? You know, well, you can you can talk about it from yeah. any direction. What 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 is your opinion on on, on what he says? Um, <clears throat> overseas would be nice. I understand where he's coming from with that, but um. I think if you go to college, he'll get um, not just an education, but he would definitely will learn um, more fundamentals in basketball. I think he will get bulk up more. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll he'll you know get bigger. Um, he's still growing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think Ohio State is a good college for him. I think that's the college he should he should pick. You know, cause that's right. that's home. Why not? Um, I don't know if he can win a championship there because I don't know. Right. Um, uh, 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 about their basketball program, Ohio State, in a long time. Um, mm-hmm. you know, since the '90s. So I don't, you know, I don't know, um, what they need or 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 or, or nothing that I haven't followed Ohio State basketball in a while. Um, but I think that that's a good fit for him because that's his home state. Mm-hmm. He can get an education. That there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but if he do go overseas, um, he can be consistent on learning. On the far as the balling part, um, sure. knowing fundamentals too, mm-hmm. um, and plus that's a different type of uh, vibration, frequency of basketball over there. That's different. Oh yeah, you learn sure. something over there, come here. Um, you, you, your whole mindset is different in the game mm-hmm. than going to college. I can't say that. Yep. I, I think everybody that came from over overseas came in, in, in the in the um, NBA played their role in some some way to where they won a championship. Right. Um, you know, um, but, you know, I hope he makes some good decisions. Whatever decision he makes, um, I, I definitely w- will support his movement, what he's doing. I'm pretty sure that his father would, LeBron, the king. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to definitely make sure he um, supports and make sure he, he's involved a lot. Um, but then again, you know, what if he get injured, you know? Those things you got to think about those, uh, you know, so one thing with him is he's already getting so one thing is some of these guys that go overseas and do that and they take the quicker quote unquote route, they're doing it for financial reasons, right? So don't go to college because you can start getting paid right away. He's not worried about anything. Father's a brilliant man. Yeah. That's one thing. He also, because of the name, image, and likeness, he's able to get some endorsements and getting some things just because of who he is and his amount of internet, you know, social media followers and all that stuff that he has, right? Right. So he actually getting his own money. That's right. And it's in the million, million. That's right. Just come straight to him. So it's not a financial issue. I think he said his son makes six million a year off of social media. Yeah, like six, seven million, right? right just right. off, just, just off of his name, name, right? Right. So he's so not going, going financially. financially. Okay. okay. 
what LeVar, LeVar Ball, Ball is saying, saying, you know, you know he could go over there and playing against grown men and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't have to go to class and all that stuff like that. My thing is, what what makes you think that he doesn't want to do that? Right. Like, right. okay, yeah, you're saying, oh, he doesn't have to go to chemistry class. He doesn't have to go to Spanish class. He doesn't have to go to the student union. What if he wants to? Right. Yeah, exactly. What if he wants to be a college kid? Like, what if he wants to go to college parties? What if he doesn't want to be an adult? It, it, right it, and why not? Why not? And you know. as you can see, as you can see, the NCAA tournament, it looks like a lot of fun. You know what I mean? So like where where else do you get where else you get it? You know, where else you get in that? So it always people always say, Oh, why go to college and why do this? You're wasting your time and do, the people that go into college and playing college back, they don't think they're wasting their time. They're enjoying you know, they're enjoying it. They, like people act like, Oh, if you're playing college basketball, you're you know, it's like this slump, like you're slumming or something. You know what I mean? Like, like, right, right. you're going to, if you, like you said, you're going to go to Ohio state, you're going to go to Oregon, you're going to go to USC. You're going to have a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to have to, you're going to go to class and stuff. Okay. But what, what makes you think he doesn't want to do what, what if he likes that environment? Like, but like everybody doesn't hate school. Right. And you're going to college campus, you're going to go to USC, you, you know, like that's fun. You're going to go to Oregon. Going to college football games and going to parties and homecoming and like that—it's fun. You know what I mean? Like it's a social thing. Like people enjoy yeah. that aspect. Right. Of it. Then be, be, being amongst his peers and stuff like that. Right, and right, right, right. You want to be, you know, with adults and stuff like that. You want to be with other 18, 19 years old and you know, living good and you know, like I said, and he's got money. You know what I mean? So you're gonna be driving around campus and you know whether you got a you know dorm room or off-campus apartment or where you're doing and you're going to you know hanging out and going to college parties, like you said, with people your age and having a good, right. like, then right. you get to play basketball. He Or he might, what if he likes learning? What if he likes going to chemistry class? What if he likes going to Spanish class? Like, why is everybody assuming that he doesn't want to do that? Well, right. not everybody, but why are you assuming that you don't see any value of him going to Spanish class or chemistry class? Well, what if he does? Or, and then, like I said, and then now, you just see the biggest spectacle, you know, March Madness and all of that. Like, that's fun. You know what I mean? Like that's a great that's yep. a great time. That's a that's a, a great ride. Why you know why are you making it seem like people don't want to be a part of that? Again, yeah. especially, and it's not like he's sacrificing. Like, oh, okay, well, yeah, if I go to college for one or two years, then my family's not going to eat. So yeah, I got to hurry up and get this money. That's definitely not his situation. That's definitely yeah. not his situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he uh, yeah, Bron, he he's on a whole different lane, man. He's a, exactly. he in the lane of himself because of his father. Um, mm-hmm. He can make any decision he wants to and be successful, whatever Absolutely. he does. But I think the college route would be amazing for him. Like you said, uh, I agree with that, too. Um, if you do want to go to the overseas thing, that's cool, too. But, sure. I mean, you're missing out on a lot of other things, mm-hmm. you know, that you can have memories of or even get have even have an opportunity, a business opportunity, where you can make another $7 million a year. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to add on to what you got going on, absolutely. Um, before you go to the NBA, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but you know, um, I hope he makes the right decision, whatever decision he makes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's definitely going to be an amazing player. Um, you know, and he's going to be the money's no problem, like you said. He's not, he's not going to have no. He's you know he's going to get it as soon as he get into college. He's going to get two or three endorsements. Exactly, and he yeah, he can get big ones. He can yeah. get big ones, not like little. You know, he can get big ones, Gatorade, Nike, Nike maybe even yeah, Wendy, a uh, uh, Wheaties, yeah, uh, for sure. uh, Gatorade. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, you Absolutely. know, and, 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 and while you're playing, since he on social media, you might get a TikTok commercial. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Google anything. I mean, listen, yeah, yeah. He was from I Kentucky mean, he was getting AT and T commercials that was playing during. The, you know what I mean? Like, like it's it's big business, and for him. His name and and he already has all the followers and, and you know popular and all of that. I mean the sky's the limit. So you know it's a finance. You know so it is also a financial. It's a fi- it could be a financial decision that he doesn't necessarily need the money, but mm-hmm. the uh, the potential of what he could do by playing in the states and playing college basketball, which is very popular, right? Yeah. Doing, you know, and like I said, you know he might like going to class or being in college and being in. You know he may say, oh he don't want to be in the student union. How do you know that? How do you know what I mean? Like, how, how do you know that? 
How do you know that? Yeah, he's man. Uh, the yeah, Mr. Ball, man, he he always put his opinion on things, right. on something that he just wanna he wanna keep that brand going. He is it's, sure. it's 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 attention for him. That that you're one hundred percent right. One hundred percent right about <laughs> that. It is. It, he, it is attention. It is he attention. sticks his nose in a lot of things, man, and um, and uh, you know, he he's a uh, he's definitely the the uh, what, what can I say? He the big mouth of the industry, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trying to stay you relevant. Know. Yeah, you know, it, it's working for him, but you know, like, come on now, Mr. Ball, man, you you giving people migraines and headaches, man, when you're talking, man. Like, come on, man, like. <laughs> Like I said, I'm not knocking it. it. You know, one of it, it did work for work for his son. You know what I mean? But yeah. you know, just you don't. I don't think LeBron James needs advice from <laughs> for, from, yeah. from you. Yeah. I think he figured it out pretty good for himself. And you know, he and you know, he's he's in his You know, he's very involved in his kids' lives, and you mm-hmm. know, so I think between him and his wife, they'll you know they'll help Bronny make a solid decision for you know what is best for him and what lane he should, you know, yeah. he should associate himself with. And, yeah, I think he'll be okay. Yeah. He'll be okay. Yeah. How you feel about the NBA while we got a little bit of time? Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's winding down, right? Like, um, you know, yeah. the playoff picture starting to, to, to shape up. Um, they just yeah. released the new uh, new power rankings. And, um, yeah, it's, you know, usual suspects, but it's starting to, you know, people are jockeying for position, trying to move up or down spots in the playoffs. And, you know, those last couple of teams are trying to make their runs to um to get into the uh the playoffs. So I was looking at the power rankings um earlier today. So, you know, going heading into it, um this week you got Milwaukee, number one, playing strong. Um Boston's right there behind them. You got Denver, you know, the you know, best team out in the West. You got Philadelphia right there, right there. Um, at number four. four. Memphis, top five. You know, John Morant back now, so, so they're, they're still rolling on, rolling along. You got Cleveland right there. He's pretty strong. But most of the American teams are, are, are on those. Then you got Sacramento clinched their, clinched their playoff spot. You know, and that, that was a little bit, you know, bittersweet, you know. Yeah. Because now, you know, then, then because then I'm looking on Twitter and it's – um. You know, the whole big thing was like, yeah, so now that Sacramento broke their um their um playoffs uh you know, streak of not making the playoffs, now the Jets are the number you know, the team in, in professional sports with the biggest uh, playoff drought. Um yeah. for major sports. So I had to listen to that all day. Um, but <laughs> but you know, but congratulations to Sacramento breaking their drought and uh, you know, they clinched playoffs, so that's great. Yeah. You know, they have a good young team. It, 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 Cleveland clinched the playoffs. For the first time without Braun, right? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So, you know, and and the, the great thing about both of those teams is they're doing it with young talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like young up and young up and coming players, which is which is nice to see. Um uh, so at right behind Sacramento, you got Phoenix. Um, you know, they're a little bit of a mix of, you know, the young and the old, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, uh, but you got Phoenix, you got the Knicks holding on strong, you know, at that number oh. nine power ranking, you know, so the Knicks have been doing all right. I know you're a Knicks fan, so yes. you know, they they've been they've been doing all right. And um, at the number ten spot, um, you got the Clippers. So you know, so what are your thoughts on the uh, the NBA? How things are shaping up uh, going into the playoffs? Man, it's, like you said, it's coming in different. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a, a a different type of entertainment when the playoffs starts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, these young boys coming in, man. They coming in um, breaking the wall down, man. These mm-hmm. young players now, man, it's different. Um, when you know when we was coming up with basketball, man, like you. You know, this is a different type of movement right here, man, with these young boys, man. They mm-hmm. strong. Right. They jumping right. out the gym. Right. Definitely not the better. teams that are experienced anymore. Like, it's the young young talent that's kind of carrying yeah. it right now, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, they handling the ball. They're executing. they really uh putting the pressure on uh some of these big guys. Uh, a lot of big players coming in, shooting better free throws. Um, it's one of the, um, this is one of the top years in a long time that, Big man is, is at fifty percent shooting mm-hmm. at three. I mean, shooting at the, yeah. shooting at the free throw line. So that's mm-hmm. different. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, um, it's gonna be exciting, man. I can't wait. Um, I'm definitely gonna be tuning into that uh, in the playoffs. I might not tune in too heavy. I'm busy, but mm-hmm. once it get to like the final four, of the NBA, that's when I really tune in almost every mm-hmm. game. Find my best to 
tune in every game. I, I, I sacrificed my little movies, my little programs to watch to see what's going on, <laughs> to see the uh, young young brothers come up and play some good ball and get some good entertainment in on that and uh, and see what happened and see what is what the future is going to hold with some of these young players, man. And what they're mm-hmm. going to do is a lot of these old players leaving, you know, Braun will be leaving probably the next couple of years and, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of big, big, big the OGs is coming and moving on and he's jumped. He's this whole new young uh, uh, players coming to the NBA. It's going to be a whole different NBA franchise, man. It's going to be a yep. whole, it's going to switch up. It's going to be different, mm-hmm. um, you know, and um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to it. As long as I'm here on earth, I'm definitely going to try to tune in as much as possible. How, how, you feel, how, how about you feeling about your Knicks? They've been strong all year. Yeah, Knicks been strong all year, man. My other team, the uh, Lakers, uh, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm done with them. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do, man. It's like I, I, I have I have my best team. My best team is is, is the Lakers, and then I'm the Knicks on the on the on the East. Uh, yeah. uh, but I'm, I'm I'm very excited for my Knicks. My good friend of mine is from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Good friend of mine. He's a uh, uh, he grew up in Marcy. He lived in the South. Uh, my man uh, Thomas Fortune. He's a, a diehard Knicks fan. I mm-hmm. know he's excited. I haven't talked to him in a while. I probably mm-hmm. give him a call tomorrow. We probably talk basketball. Right. Uh, but uh, but yeah, he he yeah, he he's very excited, um, you know. And then somebody else had posted up that um, after the season, um, what's my man that played for Portland should go to the Knicks because he's a free agent. Oh, uh, da- Damian Lillard. Yeah, 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 he's a free agent. So mm-hmm. if he go there next year, that's that's the icing on the cake for for the Knicks. Yeah, now listen, that would give him that that you know they keep saying you know that would give him a superstar for sure. That you know that 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 next you know. Yeah. That you know, they, you know, Brunson's been playing well and Randall, but if they could keep that together, you know, RJ Barrett and all those guys, and you throw Damian uh, Lillard into the mix, I mean, you know, out of you know, you have to see how the fit goes and all of that. You yeah, know, it, it would give them that next superstar to put next to, you know, with, you know, with the with that core, and it would bump, you know, on paper, it would bump them up, you know, probably higher in the power rankings. Got to oh, see yeah. how it all shakes out, you know, but you know, but. At least up to now, Damian Lillard's been kind of on the nah. I want to do it here. I'm gonna stay loyal. I want, you know, I want to do it here. I don't want to go run to, you know, another team. I don't necessarily think that people view the Knicks right now as like a as a powerhouse. They're good, right? They're the top ten in the power rankings. I don't think it would be perceived the same way as far as like say like the move that Durant did with going to the um right. to the Warriors. I don't think it would be perceived the same way, but. He up to this point has remained steadfast that no, I want to do it here. I want to build up, you know, this franchise. Maybe some guys come to play with him in Portland, you know, as opposed to him going and jumping onto um, another teams. But you know, but maybe after a while he runs out of patience, or you know, whatever. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting. They build that. Well, they build that Knicks organization up very well, man. The coaching staff is mm-hmm. doing an amazing job. Yeah, um, yeah. they on them twenty four seven. They needed that because I know the mm-hmm. last last four or five coaches they didn't have, man, wasn't putting that right. pressure on them. They was letting them play ball, but when it came to crunch time, they went they 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 went in too late to mm-hmm. get them to push the ball, do things they needed to do. You should you know you need to be doing that at the beginning of the season all the way going into the playoffs. Right. Um, right. Now. They have a coaching staff that's doing it 24-7, staying on them boys, coming to practice. You come to practice, we come to practice. Mm-hmm. We're not coming here to play 21 like that. We come right. here to, to make plays, <laughs> make things happen. Um, right. Wherever our weaknesses is, we're going to work on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we're not missing free throws. We, not, we don't right. play that. Like, you know, these right. things in coaching and you being a coach, you know, you got to stay on them. You can't, you yep. can't slack. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, I have some coaching experience also uh, for literally basketball in South Carolina, and um, and I was always on my on my on my fellas, you know, mm-hmm. I was always on them, uh, twenty four seven, man. You know, I don't have no time to, uh, you know, let y'all do what y'all want to do. They ain't practice. We just gonna do some drills, and we gonna take it easy. You know, we not we not doing those. We not doing. Right. Those. You know, we I ain't yeah. come here for that. You come here to make get you ready. For each team in the schedule that we plan, we're gonna to adapt to every team, and we're gonna watch these videos and, and watch these clips, and, and, and we then we're gonna go on this court and see what we can do to stop that that brother with a with a ball, or that brother that's in the post. You know what I mean? We need we need to do this that and the third. So 
I'm I'm very well pleased with the with the Knicks staff coaching staff. They're doing amazing with them. Um, it's gonna be an amazing uh um uh, uh, playoffs. I can't wait, and I'm definitely yeah. going to be tuned in. Yeah, and still got still got some games left in the regular season. The Knicks got a big one t- uh, tomorrow. They got they're playing um at Cleveland, so Knicks at the Cavs tomorrow. So that that's a big one. And again, you know, some implications in the playoff standings. You know, trying to move the team, trying to move up and down and improve this their, their um their um their position um so yeah so um you got the Celtics at the Bucks going game that game's going on right now mm-hmm. um, okay. got the Clipp- Clippers at the Grizzlies so that's another you know power ranking game and then uh, the Nuggets and the Suns uh, tomorrow also so definitely you know some stuff going on as it comes down to crunch time so so Joker man I appreciate you uh you know stopping by and, and um joining the show and uh, filling yeah. in with us um why don't you um you know let everybody know where, you know, outside of Live by the Three Sports Podcast, you know, where they can follow you and uh, stay up with what you're doing and, um, you know, what you got moving and shaking, um, you know, to, you know, outside of uh, the sports arena. Uh, no doubt. Uh, I have the uh, new podcast coming to the Even Rush Network. Mm-hmm. It starts okay. on April 14th, which is the Underground Lounge okay. uh, podcast. It's going to be a fashion, boom bap, hip hop, DJing and producers. Um, in that lane, those who love producers, DJs, fashion, and uh, boom bap hip hop. Um, okay. We have my first show on the 14th. I'm having um, boom bap MC out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Ekum, uh, amazing MC. He's been on tour. Uh, He's been in Southwest tour doing his thing. He's opened up for Onyx um, okay. in a couple of weeks, okay. and he's going to be on the show with uh, me and my co-host, the, the loudest man in the land, DJ Larry Loud out of Buffalo. So we're gonna have a good time. It's gonna let you know. Okay. You can definitely check me out on the um, Underground Lounge, also on IG and on uh, Facebook. Okay. All right. No, nah, listen. That's that's right up my alley. Fashion, boom bap, and uh, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'm gonna tune in for that. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, gonna follow and see what's up with that. But um, on the, on um, behalf of Joker, this is Coach Matt signing off. Another episode live out of Three Sports Podcast, and we'll catch y'all next week on the Evening Rush Network. Have a great week, everyone. Peace.